Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. Oh, you can dance, you can jive, having the time of your life. Well, was that girl? Something that seems is the dancing queen. Now, <laughs> why? Yeah, I have no clue. I mean, it's a great song. So it's from Mamma Mia. Yeah. Where does Mamma Mia take place? Europe somewhere? Spain? The island of Santorini. Okay. Which is in... Spain? Greece. Greece? Greece? Oh, that's right. So, uh, Theros Beyond Death. Oh, God. That was it? <laughs> I get it now. These are the connections. Clearly. It's only like, you know, seven, you know, parts removed. Seven degrees of Kevin Bacon to get to that song. It's actually not that bad. It's true. It is, so yeah, it is in Greece. Uh, I, was trying, I was like, what songs have to do with Greece? ABBA is great. <laughs> yeah. They wrote that song, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mamma Mia. It's funny. When I was in New Zealand, there was the, like, you know how people in the streets play violin and stuff? There are people just doing ABBA covers. Oh, yeah. And everyone's just like, yeah, Everyone ABBA. knows all those songs. <laughs> they, yeah, okay. Well, Mamma Mia 2 is basically just like a... ABBA's greatest hits. Like, yeah. did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they just the like took a bunch of songs from other ABBA stuff and were like, "Let's call it Mamma Mia too." <laughs> anyway, I do love ABBA. All right, <laughs> so Theros Beyond Death. Uh, the set is almost here. It's if you haven't, if you don't know, it's a Greek mythology inspired mm-hmm. theme. It's a world or a plane filled with gods and monsters and enchantments. A lot of enchantments. Yeah, yeah. enchantments turn out they do matter. So today we're unveiling our Theros Beyond Death preview card and. Uh, it's kind of a doozy. It's a big one. It's one that, well, we'll probably talk about a lot in the future, I, I, I can predict. Okay, so before we get into it, though, if you want to pre-order your Theros Beyond Death booster boxes, singles, anything at all, you should go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone. We say it all the time. Mm. You're going to order magic cards anyway. If you use that affiliate link, when you do, you really are supporting this show, Game Nights, all of our content, and uh, the set looks pretty sweet, so you're probably going to want to get your hands on it. Yeah, and Ultra Pro, our other sponsor for the show, has made a ton of new stuff, as they do with every single set, and this set has the constellation art for all of the gods, a lot of the alternate arts, the full frames, and so you can find that art on sleeves, deck boxes, play mats, and more by supporting our other sponsor, Ultra Pro, at your local game score, at cardkingcom slash command zone, wherever you buy that stuff. Yeah, even if you don't want the theme stuff, they really do have a lot of awesome things like satin towers eclipse mm-hmm. leaves you do want your cards to be protected so ultra pro is the best in the biz at that 
The final way to support all of our content is directly if you go to patreon.com slash command zone. In fact, spoiler alert, we have a Game Nights episode themed around Theros Beyond Death. <gasps> I'm sure you're all shocked about that. <laughs> it's uh, coming up very soon and patrons will be able to watch that episode before it's available to the general public. That's one of the perks that people get as a patron. Another perk is that we shout out one lucky patron every single episode and this episode is dedicated to Ember Haynes. Ember. You rock. Burn and bright. Ember, uh, assumption is that your middle name is Cleave. Ember Cleave Haynes. Your <laughs> favorite be, that, god is Perforos. That would be sweet if that was Ember's middle name. The, you can you know, you know, can just go to a court and change it really fast. That's too. actually a good point. I don't know if really fast, but <laughs> yeah, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into it here. This is our Theros Beyond Death preview card. I mean, let's just read the thing here. Yep. It is... Should we do a drum roll or something? Yeah. I'll only, you know what? I'll just do three. One, two, three. <laughs> it's not really a jump, drum roll. It's a drum it's triple tap. Because <laughs> this thing's good. It's, it's a tripler. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. It's called Nyx Bloom Ancient. It's four green, green, green. So seven mana total for a five, five enchantment creature. It's an elemental. This is a mythic rare card. It has trample. But the most important text is this. If you tap a permanent for mana, a permanent for mana, it produces three times as much of that mana instead. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first ever mana tripler. We've had a decent amount of doublers. A lot of doublers, but this is a just for you and its permanence as well. Yeah, it's not even just lands. Yeah, a lot of times you'll see effects like this. It's like if you tap this land for mana, add one more mana of a, any type that land could produce. That's not even technically a doubler, yeah, but it does have the effect of doubling the land. Yeah. yeah, This is just triple it. Triple everything. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, also, fairly straightforward, right? Mm-hmm. You would think. I th- we're going to have a lot to say about this, obviously, because it's a very powerful effect. Um, if you cast this and then untap with it, Decent chance you win the game because one of the best ways to win the game in Commander is just having access to a ton of mana because you can just play a billion things. And this is going to, I mean, at the very least, you have seven mana when you cast it. Yeah, so that's going to be 21 mana. At the least. If you play a land, it's at least 24 on your next turn. Yeah. 24 mana? Which is so much. Yeah, that's an insane amount. I think, though, that the turn you play this for you to net mana out of it you need to um, have 11 mana in play for you to play it and then play something else. Right. And, and net mana. Because if you have four lands, then those give you three each. And that's 12 mana. Whereas you, So if you had 11 lands in play, or 11 mana, yeah. it doesn't have to be lands, right? Because it's basically anything that taps for mana. Yeah, Soaring taps for six, by the way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so if you have 11 mana available <laughs> to you, you play this, you'll have four mana left over, which now is 12 mana. So yeah. you actually came out one mana ahead. And that's to use it on the turn that you play it. Even if you only have eight lands and you play it for seven, that land taps for three, you can probably cast something else. So the chances of you playing So it's almost this, like this costs four. Yeah. So like, e- even if you're not netting mana, every single mana producer you have that's a permanent is just insane how much mana it gives you. Yeah, pretty crazy. So let's talk about some cards we think are good with this card. Uh, the first thing that came to mind for me was stuff that untaps lands. Mm-hmm. So Palancron is yep. a classic one. Palancron is also one that goes infinite in a ton of decks because once you are... Palancron specifically also has text that says you can bounce it back to your hands. Uh, and when it enters the battlefield, you untap up to seven lands. So if you're able to net mana off of this, Anamar is a commander that typically abuses this type of card. Yep. And you're going to be able to probably get infinite amount of mana just if you're able to untap and or i mean bring it back to your hand after you untap it and play it again for cheaper and then just go off 
Yeah, so Nyx Bloom, Ancient, and this will definitely go infinite because it costs seven to play Palancron and then four to bounce it back to your hand. Yeah. And then seven to play it again. But what's happening is you're untapping all your lands. So you get 21 mana every time you untap seven lands, and so this only costs uh, 11 to cap back to your hand. So you're netting 10 each time. So that's, I mean, Palancron, infinite combos are all over the place and pretty yeah. obvious one. Uh, Zakama is another newer creature that is a lot of people's commanders and also just one of those win the game cards in a super powerful way because he has three activated abilities for each of his three heads. And when he enters the battlefield, you untap all lands you control. So you can actually net an insane amount of mana on this because you get a float mana when you cast it as well. Um, especially with Nyxbloom Ancient out, you're just going to have... I mean, like, you should win the game, if not gain a thousand life or destroy every artifact or enchantment on the board or kill every creature. Yeah, because Zakama is a mana sink that can bolt stuff, destroy certain things, and gain you life. And so, like you said, floating the mana, using that mana, sitting there with... At least, what's the comma cost? Nine, nine mana? Yeah. At least 27 mana just sitting there. Imagine so, tapping three lands to cast a comma. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, you tap all your lands yeah, to cast yeah. a comma, and then untap them. Only three of them yeah. need to be used for him, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty nuts. Uh, another card we saw recently on Game Nights is Treachery, which is a control magic effect. Three blue, blue. Sorry, DJ. Enchant creature. And it says... Uh, you control enchanted creature, but when treachery comes into play, you untap up to five lands. Yeah, so pretty sweet. With Nick's Blue Ancient out again, you're gonna tap five lands, add fifteen mana to your mana pool, float ten of it, cast treachery, get fifteen mana back by untapping those five lands. Yeah, a lot of these cards read as just like win more and even more, but yeah, there is a difference between like nine mana and 20 mana yeah like that sure. that i mean like if you're casting a torment of hailfire or something then that extra mana will really not just guarantee like doubly triply guarantee you're gonna win the game yeah i mean a torment of hailfire for x equals eight could win you the game but v decent possibility people some people live through it yeah torment of hailfire for x equals 25 <laughs> it's over it's over you just won yeah uh frantic search really great instant that you just draw two cards for three mana but you discard two cards and then you untap up to three lands so you see this in a lot of combo decks or decks that want to do a lot in a single turn and throw stuff into the bin um and it's really cheap too three mana to to do this effect is pretty darn good yeah you net six mana off of it cycle a couple cards uh, yeah, that's this is a good one you came up with. Oh, the Mangus of the Candelabra or Turnabout? Oh, we'll talk Both about Mangus. Mangus of the Candelabra uh, is the affordable version of Candelabra of Thanos, which is one of those classic old cards that costs way too much. But they reprinted it in the sort of the time spiral? The Magus cycle. The Magus cycle, yeah. Um, and you can pay X and tap him to untap X target lands. Typically, this doesn't get you any mana because you tap five to untap five lands. You still have five lands. But with any of these mana doublers, or in this case, Nick's Bloom Ancient in play, you are going to just get infinite amounts of mana. And if you can untap the Magus one time, you're, you're going to have all the mana you'll ever need. Yeah. For this game and the next. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, your man, it doesn't empty between Carry it phases, over. right? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be, there's a card. Your mana pool doesn't empty between, between the end games. of the game and the next game. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you could just go on a huge winning streak. Like, I'm going to win the game this turn and float 15 mana. But why? So you know. <laughs> See you next game. Uh, there's also Turnabout, which is another one of those storm cards. It's an instant for four mana. You can choose artifact, creature, or land, and you tap all untapped permanents of the chosen type target player controls or untap all tapped permanents of that type that player controls. So this is also one of those things that can work on the other side if you need to tap down their whole board or all of their lands. But because Nyxplumation gives you permanents 
that tap for more mana, being able to untap your artifacts, creatures, or lands means that, let's say you just have a ton of mandorks in your deck, then right. all of those are what you're going to want to untap over the lands, potentially. Probably you're doing lands, but yeah. it could go either way. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, the big thing is that it's under the assumption that it's going to cost you, like, four lands to do this, and maybe you'll untap a couple extra. But yeah. when it costs you one and, like, a third lands to do it... <laughs> a third of a land. You're floating, like, you know, 12 you know, 14 mana and then untapping everything and tapping that stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Nyx Bloom Ancient itself costs seven mana though. Yeah, it's a, it's a big guy. So that's kind of, I think, the downside of it, obviously, in that it's a creature and, and easier to kill maybe than some other effects that are similar. So playing the Nyx Bloom Ancient, then you kind of like cross your fingers that you untap with the thing and then can go off and everyone at the table is going to try and kill it because they're not stupid. They know like, yeah. oh, Jimmy's going to get 27 mana next turn that's really bad we you know what other cards could have net you of that about that much mana paradox engine uh, yeah. like well paradox engine is usually infinite but yeah like, yeah but like it gets you that to the style point, of card yeah, yeah where it's like 20 plus it doesn't really matter between 20 and a thousand and and similar to paradox engine let's use that as a uh, that's a that's a sort of a good um analogy in some ways and i think the fact that like what you wanted to do with paradox engine generally was play it and in the same turn you play it go go off, off. and so i think cheating Nixbloom Ancient into play is going to be a really good way to take advantage of it. You don't want to pay the seven mana for it. Yeah. Because generally that won't leave you with a lot of extra mana. I mean, later in the game, maybe you can do things like that. It's also green, 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 which is tough on the mana base if yes. you are running more than two colors. So I think a bun I, I think cards that cheat Nixbloom into play for a lot cheaper and therefore allow you to have a bunch of mana sitting there untapped that now tap for triple is going to be a good way to go. So the first one that came to mind is Sneak Attack. Bingo. This is three and a red for an enchantment. And it says you can pay red and you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. That creature gains haste. And then you sacrifice the creature at the beginning of the next end step. So if you have seven or eight mana, pay one red, get Nyx Bloom out. The rest of your mana now all trap taps for triple. And you just played the best ritual ever. Yeah. 18, you know? Now you have 18. And that's also really hard to deal with because you either have to counter the sneak attack ability. And if they go to remove it, then you just float off, float the, off mana. the mana. Yeah. And yeah. It's getting sacrificed or killed anyway. Yeah. I like how sneak attack says you may put a creature card. You can I'll just, just pay, pay red. red. <laughs> I was like, what Maybe you? if somebody had one of those spells where they like steal your mana out of your mana pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just sink it all in the sneak attack for no reason. Um... Another good way, I think, to get Nyx Bloom into play for cheap is recurring it out of your graveyard. So you you mill it in there, you dump it in there in yeah. some other way, and a lot of green, black, Golgari decks do stuff like this. Yeah, Carador is also one of those commanders that definitely wants to throw things in the graveyard. Um, you can entomb it, you can get another by discarding it, and then you can oh, reanimate God. it. Tomb. So entomb yeah. and then this is pretty brutal. Yeah, that's two black mana to just get... Also, just a massive creature on the battlefield, too. Because for reanimate, you pay black, and then you put target creature card from a graveyard on the battlefield under your control. You lose life equal to what's converted mana cost. So, seven life, not inconsequential, but not that bad. I mean, would you pay seven life for 27 mana? Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you get a 5-5 five, five trampler, too, on top of it. Like, the fact that this has trample just seems a little absurd. Just a little over the top. It just, it doesn't need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It could have been the 2-2, two -two, crying out loud. <laughs> um, animate Dead is another one that will yeah. allow you to animate it for two mana out of your graveyard. 
So those are two good reanimation spells that will get that thing onto the battlefield for cheap. Um, yeah, Lazav the Multifarious, which is the new Lazav, yeah. allows you to copy it. It does cost the same yeah. CMC to do it, but it's just a way to, because again, if this thing gets removed and you're the kind of deck that wants things in the graveyard, which did, definitely seems like this is the direction that would make it really powerful, cards like Lazav just give you extra insurance. There's like Demir Doppelganger that copies things in graveyards too. Yeah, which cheaper is, too. Yeah, another way to go. Oh yeah, this is a great target for Natural Order, obviously. Yeah, so natural order is two two green for a sorcery. You sacrifice a green creature, and then you can search your library for a green creature and put it directly onto the battlefield. So you can get that out for four mana and sacrificing like a mana dork. Yeah. I think the kind of deck that really likes Nix Mansion is the one that will turn one play an elves, turn two play another mana dork, and then by turn three or four have around seven mana, mana already. Uh, and because, again, Nix Mansion says if you tap a permanent for mana. So it'll double the mana dorks too. Or, sorry, triple. triple. Yeah. Triple. That's actually... I think we really have to focus on the fact that it says if you tap a permanent for mana, that's yeah. really, really good. So all your rocks are still good. All yeah. your yeah, all your dorks are still good. Um, you can quicksilver amulet it out. It's a four mana artifact. You pay four and tap it. You can put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. So you get to do this at instant speed, uh, which is really important. Uh, however, you did note that we do have two braids decks in our meta. Yeah, this made me think like, oh boy, we have two braids decks in our meta. Murph and DJ both have a braids deck. I think their braids deck get a lot worse if there are Nyx Blue Mansions around because yeah. the turn the person goes, yeah, I, I put Nyx Blue Mansion out <laughs> for free during my upkeep and now for my turn I have triple mana. Yeah, it's, let's say it's turn four and you haven't played any like mana. Like, yeah, if you have you, 12 mana and the rest of the table has 12 mana combined, you're in a really good position. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Nix Blue Mansion makes you as powerful as three players at the table, basically. Yeah, at least the amount of mana. mana you know, you need make, cards yeah. to back that up, but yeah. from a mana perspective, you're right. Uh, so it's really interesting if you start cloning Nix Bloom Ancient because it does it does multiply. So mm -hmm. if you make a clone of Nix Bloom Ancient, the first one will make your permanence tap for three mana. The second one will make your permanence tap for nine mana. Oof. So you... It, yeah, so you, yeah, the, the effects stack on top. So, right of replication, point. if you write of replica, replication your Nyx Bloom Ancient, that is three to the fifth power, right? Which is 729. That's how each land will now tap for 729 mana if you write of replication your Nyx Bloom Ancient. Wow, off of one land? <laughs> Well, that's the thing Christmas. is, if you Nyx Bloom Ancient, you will have the mana to... to sorry, that's kicks, right? Yeah, you have to kick it, yeah. But you'll have the mana to kick a right of replication. Oh, yeah. That's only nine mana to kick that's it. That's three of your lands. Yeah. And you should still have four left. And each of those four will now tap for 729 mana. So you've got 2,800 and... Oh, crap. 2,916 mana, I think. Yeah. That's something in there. pretty crazy. You can sink it all into many different things, but, I mean... You should win the game at that point. <laughs> your deck should... I mean, look, if you're playing big mana producers, your deck is looking to... I mean, if it's not 729 mana, you're looking to play a 10 mana spell or a 12 mana spell. The funny thing is we talk about you know, you don't need to go infinite. You just need to go a lot. Yeah. Because generally when you go infinite, you don't actually use more than like 500 mana. Yeah. Right? Like you're like, that's enough to activate Thrasios and draw my entire deck. You only really need maybe... 280 mana to do that <laughs> right 70 times or whatever so you don't actually need infinite so a thousand mana is effectively infinite yeah. yeah and a single land for 729 mana is also effectively infinite um any clone basically is going to net you positive mana most of them cost about four mana uh phyrexian metamorph is one of the few that cost three. three so again you play that very cheap one land cast your phyrexian metamorph and then you get double the effect so this is just which know, is the effect of 
tripling the triple. Yeah. So it actually nets you more, even more. Yeah. It goes from three to nine. Three to nine, thing. yeah. So it's like you could cast a clone that costs six mana and I think it would still net you mana. I mean, just rub it in, I guess, right? <laughs> um, so one thing you want, I think, with Nyx Blue Mansion is big mana producers, both because it costs a lot of mana to cast. Yeah, and, and also, you want to ramp it out. Yeah, and also because once it's out, your big mana producers create three times as much mana. So Thran Dynamo, Gilded Lotus, Dreamstone, Hedron? Hedron? Hedron. Hedron. Jeez, feels like I should know how to say that word, but... He pronounced Hedron. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those are all rocks that tap for, you know, three plus mana and will suddenly tap for nine plus mana. They'll help you get it out. And then once it's out, they will take advantage of it. Yeah, and Dreamstone Hedron you can use to draw cards too to refill the hand because obviously you need things to cast with this. Yep. Um, Cabal Coffers slash Magus of the Coffers plus an Urborg means that you're tapping all of your swamps for a bunch and now you have all swamps as well. Um, Nykthos I really like with this card because it, this card by itself is three green devotion. Yeah, so Nykthos Shrine to Nyx. Uh, you tap a couple mana and it and it creates mana equal to your devotion to one of your colors. And thematic with <clears throat> Theros. Theros. Thero- Theros. Correct. Coming out. Thank you. Thank you. Hedron. Theros. We got this. Theros. Uh, Gaia's Cradle or Growing Rites of Itlamok. Both oh tap my gosh. for mana equal to the number of creatures you control. So now it would be equal to three times the number of creatures you control. Yeah, that's actually crazy. A Gaia's yeah. Cradle for like five becomes 15 all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it helps you get out the Ancient and then... Or it could be the one land that's left after you cast the Ancient. Yeah. And now it taps for a bajillion. A bajillion, yeah. Yeah. Um, so keep in mind... I think this is something that's... It's easy to get excited about new cards. Like, this happens a lot, where a card comes out, and it's not a legendary creature, and people get very excited about it, and they're talking about all the cards Mm -hmm. that sort of combo with it. I think, though, you want to put this card in a deck that already has some of the other cards that we just talked about in it. You don't want to create a deck that's built around Nyx Bloom Ancient because it's one card in your 99. Yeah. It's not a legendary creature. So I think, like, it's... Cool, it's powerful, it will go in a lot of decks, but if your deck doesn't have any of this other stuff going on, I don't know that it's that great as just a seven mana play past the turn. Yeah, you want to be a big mana deck, or you want to do a de- have a deck that wants to cheat out giant creatures, because we keep saying, yeah, you're going to win with this card if you untap with it, but if you play this card, in, let's say in a reanimator deck, and then all of a sudden you're able to play two of the huge eight, nine mana creatures in your hand, and then someone kills the Nyx Blue Mansion, you're still way, way ahead. And if you're doing it at the right part of the game, like when some people are at 15, 16 life, then that's going to be like, cool, now you get to definitely close the door and win the game from there. So if you already have Sneak Attack in your deck, or you already have the reanimation spells in your deck, then start thinking about Nyx Blue Mansion as a card that you want to put in. Yeah, or if you have Mana Sinks as well, things yep. that can bounce creatures, or you know, basically things that you can sink man to. That's why the comma is such a good card. Yeah, that. or if your commander is a comma, then probably definitely goes in there. Um, so this is a card I also want to say that you don't want to just cast this card and then pass the turn hoping to untap with it, because I think it's actually a very dangerous card to play. Oh yeah, it's really really risky, and it can actually cost you the game rather than winning you the game. We're going to tell you why right after this break, where we hear a message from our sponsors. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> danger, Will Robinson. Danger. We're so. back. We're talking about our uh, Theros Beyond Death preview card. It's Nick's Bloom Ancient. We teased it right before the break. This is a card that can potentially win you the game, but it can also potentially lose you the game. This is probably something we don't talk about enough on our show, Jimmy, which is... That's true. Not just what a card does, but how to play the card and how not to play the card. Yeah, it. let's say uh, like one day I roll up to the office in like a sweet Porsche... And everyone's like, dang, that's amazing. That car is so cool. Well, I don't, I can't have that car. So it's just yours. Thanks for showing it off, Jimmy. <laughs> that's not how it works in Magic the Gathering. Because when you introduce things to the table, sometimes it's like, it's a, it's a group feeding bin. Everyone technically has access to do things to the card and with it and potentially take it away from you. And that's why it's super risky, like you said, just to play this card and be like, all right, go. Hope it gets back to me. Yeah, proceed with caution. This is a dangerous card to introduce to the game, like you said. If you cast it, you can easily lose the game because of it. Yeah. Because your opponents are playing Magic too, right? So if you just cast it, you have seven mana, you're like, I'm going to run this out there and hope I untap with it. And you're thinking the worst case scenario is, eh, they kill it and I don't get anything off of it. That's not actually the worst case scenario, <laughs> right? Because your opponents, they have a lot of the cards that will take advantage of it. And this is... Sometimes you play a card and it's synergistic with your deck, and if they do things to it, it doesn't help them that much. Mm -hmm. Nyxbloom Ancient gives a ton of mana. Every single deck can benefit from having a ton of mana. Yeah, unless you're Boros. Okay. No, no, <laughs> even Bor Boros wants that almost more than anybody, right? Well, I mean, yeah, unless they only have like they one don't card have left tool. In their hand. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a lot of tools to do the things we're <laughs> to, talking about here. to steal the card either. So, like, think of like Phantasmal Image, which is a two mana clone that we just see get played all the time in the format. Yeah. If you tapped out for it and they go two mana, I make my own version and I have all my lands five now. or six mana on the side now. So I'm going to get to get the benefit of it right now. Yeah. They're basically doing what we told you to do with the card yeah. earlier in the episode. And you just gave them the tool to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You gave them the half of the equation. Phyrexian yep. Metamorph is one we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Only three mana. They could easily copy your thing. Sudden Substitution. <laughs> this card, we haven't talked about that much either. It is Split Second, which I'm surprised I haven't seen this played more, but it's two blue blue for an instant Split Second. So as long as the spell is on the stack, players can't cast spells or activate abilities that aren't mana abilities. You can exchange control of target non-creature spell and target creature. Then the controller may choose new targets for it. So you basically, like, you get to just switch two things. Yeah, and you might be able to be, like, cast a spell, substitution it, steal your Nyx Bloom, or on somebody else's turn, do that stuff. There's all kinds of, like, funny things that happen. I've only seen this card played a couple of times yet. Yeah. But Someone, like, preordains and you it, switch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Or you preordain and switch it to yourself. Right. That kind of stuff. Um Gilded Drake is another one that's just a couple of mana, switches itself. It's a 3-3 three, three flyer with yeah. any creature on the table. Well, Sun Substitution also lets you do it to someone else's. Like, let's say it's like, Josh, I he, we can't let him untap with this. So, so you, you give cast it to somebody else. Yeah, you cast something silly. I'm like, Sun Substitution, you get it now. Like, that's Seems better than risky, them having though. it. Yeah, it's risky, but <laughs> maybe you use it for effect. Be like, I'll do this if you sack it. Sure. You, I'll give you one turn with it, but we just know that if this person has a turn, they will torment and they'll kill us. Right. Um, but it's risky. <laughs> Mimic Vat is a card that kind 
trying to like create say token copy of something that has gone to the graveyard has been imprinted Pretty so cheap, if, yeah. yeah if it can be killed they might get it that way scarab god also animate dead which we already talked about that mm-hmm. kind of stuff will work scarab god makes a token copy an eternalized copy of it yeah mimic van scarab god are really good too because it, it loses re- access to everything yeah. else you it exile it. it yeah, yeah. Um, gilded drake is also just a really cheap steal a creature um, there's a million ways basically their own treachery right mm-hmm. they play it on your nixplamation untap their lands have access to all their lands plus the you know triple mana yeah there's basically a lot of ways this can go bad for you and it's it's why something like expropriate is just sort of way safer to cast because there's just a lot less ways it's going to go wrong obviously there's narcissist reversal in a few ways Which is counterspell but counterspell is fine right in this case yeah nixplanation getting killed is not what you're worried about nixplanation getting put onto the battlefield on one of your opponent's battlefields is yeah. what you're really scared of for cheap where they still have a lot of mana available. And so just be really careful. This card's exciting. It's splashy. It's going to do some powerful stuff, but it is one of those cards easily, easily you can play it and it ends up costing you the game. Um, yeah. I think people might see this card and go, Oh, this goes in any green deck, which isn't necessarily the case. You need to be able to use it effectively um, or play it for cheaper, reduce the mana cost, cheat it out or flash it out. Yeah. So I think flashing it out is really important, right? Because if you flash it out on the end step before your turn, the window of opportunity for your opponents to do all that stuff is diminished and mm-hmm. you have a good chance of just immediately untapping and using it. And once you're in that scenario, you're in good shape. So there's a whole bunch of cards that we talk about a lot uh, that'll help you flash this thing into play. Everyone's favorite, Vidalkan Orrery. Right. Slash Leyline of Anticipation, which yep. just got reprinted, so a lot more people have access to that now. Um, and then there are actually a lot of creatures slash planeswalkers that allow you to cast things on flash speed, and it's a green sort of thing. So the new Vivian Champion of the Wild just has the text, you may cast creature spells as though they had flash, um, which is pretty darn good. It also helps you search for this card, basically. You can exile it and then cast it as out of flash with her minus two if you do find it that way. Uh, Vivian, an underrated card, should probably be in a lot of green decks. Yeah, it's just three mana, too, because yep. Yiva, Nature's Herald, the other version that does is cost a little more and is potentially easier to remove because it's a creature. Yeah, and Vivian's also a good chance it gets you the card back, so even if it gets killed, you mm-hmm. even. Um, Winding Canyon's Alchemist Refuge. It's a bunch of ways that you could potentially flash out Nick's Bloom, and it's going to be way more effective when you do that. Um, Vivian, you can also <clears> give, <laughs> instead of Trample, it can also gain Vigilance and Reach. Oh, that's you know? true. That's you sweet. can just block with it. Yeah, just make it the, the beefiest <laughs> thing on the planet. If somebody swings into you, you're not blocking, though, right? Because you no, want to get, yeah, there's yeah. No, you just don't <laughs> risk it. You'll take the damage. Uh, some decks we think that this card will be good in besides Zakama. Um, I think like Silvala, Heart of the Wilds, it's it's really, really good. Because yeah, you could play this turn three or four easily. Play it super early and now Silvala taps for three times the amount of mana. So just with Nick oh Bloom gosh. out, Silvala's yeah. going to tap for 15. 15, because it's five, yeah. yeah. And that's if you don't play like an 8-8 eight, eight, because you're tapping for triple mana. Now Silvala taps for 24 or whatever. Yeah. You're also drawing a card most likely with it because it's a five-power yeah. creature. It's probably going to be the biggest thing on the battlefield early. Uh, Moldrotha, the Gravetide, and Marin of Clan Toth will both, I think, take advantage of milling it into the graveyard and then getting it onto the battlefield with Reanimate, Animate yeah. Dead, something like that that gets it out for a lot cheaper than the seven mana and then uses it on the same turn. Yeah, I mentioned Animar earlier, but it's a really good way to reduce the mana cost of this to just like a green, green, green type thing. And then not only are you getting more counters on Animar, everything already costs less, then you're able to do all of the shenanigans. Yeah, you 
in Animar, it feels like you play it, have five mana on tap, play the rest of your hand, yeah. kill somebody with Animar right there. Yeah, off to the races. Pretty good. I do like going off to the races. All right, so we talked about this a little bit earlier, but there have been a lot of mana doublers in Magic's past, and if you are the kind of player that likes this effect, there's a bunch of ways to do it. Um, and more importantly, there are specifically ways to do it symmetrically, so that means that everyone at the table symmetrically benefits from the mana doubling. Which is dangerous. It's dangerous. But it can be good for you. Exactly, or you can do it just for yourself. Um, so the bonus about the symmetrical effects is oftentimes it's a much cheaper casting cost. Uh, we've talked about mana doublers that we all love on our side of the battlefield, but those might be six, seven mana. Now, these are ways of doing it cheaper and more quickly. So we're just going to talk about a couple of them that are, I think, that work well with Nyxbloom Ancient. The first of these symmetrical mana doublers is Heartbeat of Spring. This is just the cheapest mana doubler, I think, that uh, people know about. For two and a green, it's an enchantment. Whenever a player taps a land for mana, that player adds one mana of any type that land produced. So it does give you a boost. Let's say you play this turn two or three, and then by the next turn, you're able to play Nyx Bloom Ancient and probably gain mana off of it. The only problem is that everyone else at the table is benefiting from this. But I think if you're in a position where you know that you can play Nyx Bloom and go nuts on turn three or four, and other players can, like, sure, they all have access to six mana, but they can't do crazy things with it, then it's worth it. Or if you have the Vivian or the Valkanori out, and you know you're going to be able to ambush everybody all of a sudden. Like, yeah. yeah, you get double, but all of a sudden I've got... Triple or quadruple. Yeah. Uh, Overabundance is another interesting one. That's one red green, and it uh, deals the damage to the player whenever you tap a land. Um, and the one that I actually like the most is this one, Vernal Bloom. It's three and a green for an enchantment. Whenever a forest is tapped for mana, its controller adds an additional green. So it's forests specifically. Mm -hmm. um, and the text on these is interesting because you're adding an additional mana. It's not tapping for two mana. You tap it and then you get the mana from so the effect. So Nyx Bloom won't double the mana given from this, but this will kind of help you cast Nyx Bloom. And then it's still additional mana after it's out. Yeah, and it's forest only. So this Sorry, is a... triple. I keep saying double. Triple. Triple. Yeah. It's, it's easy to forget. Yeah. How, it just sounds <laughs> it just seems crazy to say the word triple. <laughs> um, but I like Vernal Bloom because it's only for us. So this is one of those times where it's like, cool, this is a non-symmetrical effect because not everyone, if you're in a heavy green deck that would probably play this kind of card, you're going to get the most benefit out of this. And also, if you're just a big mana deck, having Vernal Bloom is great because you might not draw your next Bloom Ancient. Right. Right, you yep. might just be the kind of deck that wants to get double mana off of all your forests. Yeah, and a deck that wants Nyx Bloom Ancient, there's a good chance it wants other mana doublers because it's sort of relying on that strategy. So I like that idea of like you might not draw Nyx Bloom Ancient, so you want some redundancy for that effect. Yeah, um, and then there's also <clears throat> Winter's Night which is really interesting. It's Naya for a world enchantment. I've never seen this card. Yeah, whenever a player taps a snow land for mana, that player adds one mana of any type that land produced. That land doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. So if you have the already effects that untap your lands, you're good. Uh, otherwise, all these snow lands just came out recently with Modern Horizons. There are a lot more decks that are focusing on playing snow lands. This is a three mana mana doubler, essentially. And a lot, oftentimes, you can play the things you need with the mana doubling and you don't care if you don't untap because they have to deal with it and you may take a turn off for your lands but let's say you have a lot of rocks or a lot of dual elves and you get an explanation out those are still tripling your mana it's interesting because this will also often be one-sided because not everybody plays snow lands yeah almost no one does really i mean with extra planar lands out there and cards like this, should we all just have, be having all our basic lands be snow lands? There's no downside to that, right? No, not really. And they are available. And they're going to be you know, more affordable than they ever have been because of Modern Horizons. And they're sweet full arts. They are. And I do like having, <laughs> like I have like the Amonkhet lands with the bullish horns. Those are sweet. And, and one of my decks has all of those. And 
do I need to switch all those to snow covered lands just to be like optimal, quote unquote? I mean, obviously I'm not going to do something like that, but it is a little annoying to. I think if you're a CEDH player, there is no downside unless. Unless somebody starts playing a destroy all snowlands type card, <laughs> you know, tap all snow permanents they don't untap. I don't know what snow covered stuff exists out there. I don't yeah. know the width and breadth or width and breadth of it, but I feel yeah, like it's interesting. It's an interesting thought. It's maybe like ten percent of the time you're gonna benefit some small amount, but you know, it's a high percentage. It could be enough, right, to like yeah. get you that tiny edge in the game. It it's if it's something that you can do, I'd say go for it. Okay. Well, there's also uh, the uh, the secret layer series also just gave a bunch of new snowlands out there That's too. That's true. I mean, you'd have there's to buy so like many... ten boxes of that thing to get. <laughs> well, I mean, what if you're a deck like Craig's carrier deck that only has three basics? Okay, you know, sure. <laughs> just but run then, it in there. Then like, it's not helping you that much. Oh, yeah, anyway. the ten percent goes down like, like 3%. two man instead of one. It's not like I have five snow <laughs> lands out. <laughs> um, all right, the non-symmetrical mana doubler is the one that only affects you. Uh, there's only one other card that doubles mana that is affecting permanent specifically yeah they all basically do lands yeah and it's mana reflection so this one is four green green for enchantment if you tap a permanent for mana or it produces twice that much of that mana instead yeah so, so that, it's actually worded like next bloom ancient yep. and it will stack too so if you have next bloom and this it's six, six times, times. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. I mean, mana reflection, again, it says permanence, and it's six mana to play. So, again, this is just another similar effect to Nyx Swim Ancient. But honestly, like, three times as much mana versus two times as much mana, mana reflection is hard to get rid of. It seems like you're still going to be in the same position of we're about to win, or you're about to do the biggest play ever that's going to get you to the win with mana reflection. I mean, one thing I'll say is, like, the fact that the Nyx Bloom's a 5-5 and a creature is... Because tapping out for an enchantment that does absolutely nothing and everyone's going to immediately be like, you're about to win, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And they can't kill the enchantment too. Like, in some ways, Nyx Bloom is like killable. So they go, oh, destroy it. Yeah. I don't have to kill you right now. Whereas a lot of times... I have mana reflections in a few decks, but it's dangerous to play because you can play it and then the whole table goes, well, I don't have enchantment removal, but I yeah. do have player removal. Everybody kill them. I also don't have copy enchantment. Right. right? I can't steal the enchantment really easily. Right. Uh, Extra planar lens, which we just talked about, basically doubles your snow covered lands. Yep. Uh, it actually, technically, you could do that with a regular basic lands, but yeah, nobody yeah, ever yeah. does. If you have extra planar lens in your deck, you're always snow lands. Yeah, it's unfortunately just really hard to get these days. So yeah, that the winter's night one we were talking about, the Nile one is potentially a nice replacement if you happen to be in those colors. Uh, Mirari's Wake, Zendikar Resurgent, they do good decent impressions of this but they're not worded in the same way as mana reflection yeah zendikar resurgent though is nice because of the drawing of cards thing yeah and it's the same mana cost as next blue mansion too i mean here okay so here's a question we're gonna wrap up discussion we're almost done here but ah zendikar resurgent same mana cost basically Mm -hmm. as nix bloom ancient zendikar resurgent is an enchantment it every land you tap adds an additional mana and whenever you cast a creature spell you draw a card so those two cards fill Which, similar roles in a deck. Very similar. Yeah. Um, so, which one is better? is better? I think Zendikar Resurgent goes in more decks, yeah. and thus it's better. I think it's quite a bit better. Yeah. Well, drawing a card every time you cast a creature spell, is that's the, the real cherry on top. Next Blue Mansion gives you way more mana, sure, but you're not refilling your hand and able to do more and more and more, more off of it. Yeah, that's the thing about Zendikar Resurgent is it snowballs because that more mana lets you play more creatures, which draws you more cards, yeah. which are usually creatures that then... Nyx Ancient, you could easily cast it, cast two more spells, and then just kind of be out of gas. Yep, and it's an enchantment that's hard to interact with. On the scale of what's closer to Paradox Engine, Zendikar Resurgent is definitely closer. On the other hand, to play Devil's Advocate, 
there's a bunch more ways to cheat Nyx Bloom Ancient into play than ah, yeah. Zendikar Resurgent because it's harder to True. recur an enchantment directly into play from the graveyard, harder to clone it, harder to sneak attack it, that kind of thing. So Nyx Bloom may have more shenanigans that it's able to pull off than Zendikar Resurgent. So if your deck is built right, the ceiling how good Nyx Bloom Ancient can be might be better than what Zendikar Resurgent's ceiling is. But I yeah. do agree that Zendikar Resurgent probably goes in more decks. Yeah, Zendikar probably, because I would say you have to be reanimating or you have to be specifically trying to cheat stuff out. Whereas Zendikar Resurgent, the only real requirement to get it out early is just ramp. And you have to have creatures in your deck. Otherwise, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't do as much. But yes, those but if are, you're playing green, you're probably going to have a creature-based threat. Those requirements are a lot smaller than like, do you have sneak attack? Do you have, you know, certain specific things that are very synergistic? Do you have reanimate or yeah. animate dead? Uh, are you self-milling yourself and then animating stuff? Yeah. Um, all right. To the listeners, what do you think about Nyx Bloom Ancient? Will you be putting it in we a lot it. of your decks? Which ones? Are there any combos or synergies that you see or think of that we didn't talk about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us know on Twitter or in the comments. On Instagram as well. We're on Instagram now. Get all those socials going. Facebook, everything. You can also just yell really loudly. <laughs> Hope we hear it. <laughs> People right now are going, it's great. <laughs> I'm putting it into comma. Overrated. <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> uh, if you want to order a copy or three of Nyx Bloom Ancient. Aha. It's probably going in a lot of your decks, at least three of them, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to order, maybe you want to pre-order booster boxes or a bundle or something of Theros Beyond Death, you can do all of that right now by going to cardkingdom.com slash command zone. Use that affiliate link when you order any of your magic products, singles, anything at all. You are supporting all of our content. Uh, game nights. Mm-hmm. We've got some extra turns we got to do this year because of the yeah, Kickstarter. We've got a exciting. gag reel from Game Nights that we're working on. Again, because of the Kickstarter, we have, obviously, this podcast, a whole bunch of stuff planned for 2020. So if you want to help us out with all of that, just order cards using cardkingdom.com slash command zone. Yep. It's, it honestly does help us out so much. Uh, and we love Card Kingdom. I'm wearing this sweet, awesome jacket that Josh and I both got over the holidays. Kept it's me really, very warm. It's a sweet jacket. I was in Europe and it was cold. Yeah. And I was wearing that jacket and it was great. And it was no longer cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm walking down the street in Prague. This is a side story. Literally walking down the street in Prague. Yeah. And somebody goes, are you Josh Lee Kwai from the command zone? <laughs> In Prague? Yes. Nice. <laughs> he was like, is it okay if I use from Germany? So okay if I get a selfie? Yeah, sure. L was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's actually pretty incredible. Because, <laughs> you, you know, like the world is so big. You have no, like for us, it's like, yeah, Amer- like the majority of people that watch our stuff are in California, New York, the you States. You think of English speaking countries. Yeah, English speaking countries. Yeah. But, you know, I will say, did everyone in Prague just speak English perfectly? There was a lot of English. Germany, of course, tons of English. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool. What's also impressive is all of the cool stuff Ultra Pro makes every single time a new set comes out. And Theros Beyond Death is one of those sets that, I, I know we say this a lot, but this is one of those sets with a lot of special art in it because they have these really cool constellation gods. Oh, yeah. Uh, they have the, you know, all of the... It, the secondary art, I don't know what you would call it, the alternate arts for this set look really great, and that means it's going to translate onto their playmats, onto their deck boxes, their sleeves, and of course they just offer a bevy, a huge suite of regular products to keep your gods safe and sound, because they're gods, they deserve it, right? You really want to put your gods on a pedestal, right? They're indestructible, <laughs> but the card itself is not indestructible. <laughs> That's so, throw it in a sleeve, 
throw it in the satin tower you know make it look nice and colorful and awesome and most of all protected that's uh, ultra pros news brand slogan yeah. <laughs> your god cards are indestructible but the cardboard cards. itself is not it's not use ultra pro <laughs> yeah. uh, that one's for free <laughs> <laughs> all right no end step because it's a preview card episode but later this week yes this very same week we are going to be coming out with the first uh part of our set review series where we talk about all the new legendary creatures all the new cards that can be your commander Very from exciting. theros beyond death so look forward to that as soon as the entirety of the set is spoiled which i believe will be friday morning same time our set review comes out yep it's gonna be exciting the law of gods uh that we get to talk about so don't forget to subscribe and do all that and of course a big thank you to our editing graphics and logistics team we keep on growing lady danger craig blanchett ashlyn rose alfred destaka josh murphy jake boss sam waldo and of course, big thanks to Jeffrey Palmer, who does the living card animations that live behind us on the screens, as well as on game nights as well. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at livingcardsmtg, and you can find all of our stuff there as well. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next time. Peace. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.